And good evening, everyone. Welcome to another exciting Saturday Night Wine Stream and another exciting episode of Drink with Rick. I'm Rick. Tonight, well, we have an Italian wine. To start off the new year, to start off 2023, we're going to open an Italian wine. This is a Puglia. And uh, this, uh, I've been waiting to open this one uh, for a while. It's been sitting in the back, waiting in the wings for us to open uh, after the holidays. It's now after the holidays. We're going to open it tonight. Also, I have some foods to pre uh, to prepare it with or to pair it with, courtesy of my lovely wife, Chi. And, uh, well, the nice little thing here that got messed up a little bit. Uh, I'm going to show it to you in just a minute. Oh, well, this one nice little uh, garnish that she put together, a little presentation, as she usually does. And uh, we're going to pair the wine with this uh, little bit of food, and we're going to see how it pairs up and see, uh, you know, see if it's any good, if it works with this food or not. We'll see. We'll also have an open chat tonight, and... We have some National Days to toast. Yes, we do. We have uh, not done the National Days in a few weeks. We're going back to it tonight, courtesy of Marlo Anderson over at nationaldaycalendar.com. Also, I mean, whatever you want to talk about tonight, it's whatever you want to talk about. Now, if you are joining me for the first time or the 190th time, because this is the 190th episode of The Wine Stream, uh, I have my show notes. They're right here. I am prepared tonight with the show notes they're right here but i don't always follow them i don't follow them much at all sometimes because this is a stream of consciousness kind of show we go with the flow so to speak because this show isn't about me the show is somewhat about the wine the wine is the catalyst that brings people together that gets us all together to talk and to, to just uh, have a good time together on a saturday night this show is really about you and me getting together, just having a great time, kicking back, relaxing with our favorite libation, no matter what it is, our favorite snacks, no matter what it is. You don't have to drink wine. You can drink beer. You can drink soda. You can drink club soda. You can uh, drink uh, rum. I had a little rum last night, as a matter of fact, courtesy of my son, Tom Antio. And you can drink, you know, whatever you want and snack on whatever you want. Just just get together. As long as we're all drinking together, that's that's the uh, the point of this show. Now, we don't talk about politics. We don't talk about religion. We don't talk about things that tear people apart. We talk about things that bring people together, as the wine does. So that's what we've got going on tonight. Now, if you want to watch live and you want to get into the chats live, our chats are live. Uh, I'm going to the drinkwithrick.com page. Drink with, uh, with Rick is live right now on our Facebook page. It's the facebook.com slash drinkwithrick. YouTube channel is at drinkwithrick. YouTube at drinkwithrick. Twitch channel is twitch.tv slash drinkwithrick1. Drinkwithrick and the number one, all one word. Twitter is at drinkwithrick. Yes, we are streaming live on Twitter at drinkwithrick. And Odyssey. Odyssey is at drinkwithrick colon and the number seven. At drinkwithrick colon the number seven. Uh, and, of course, the podcast, if you can't watch now or watch later, you can listen to the podcast at your leisure at any time by going to uh, drink. Uh, excuse me, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, TuneIn, Deezer Radio, Blueberry.com, iHeartRadio, uh, Stitcher Radio, of course, and uh, Amazon Music, and PodcastIndex.org. Also, if you go to drinkwithrick.com, click on the subscribe page, Click on that little blue button that says by email, put your email address in the box, 
and you will get the latest episode of Drink with Rick as soon as it drops, and no salesman will call. It's just for the podcast. And the podcast, by the way, I didn't mention that before. The podcast goes out at Monday nights, 10 p.m. Eastern, okay? 10 p.m. Eastern every Monday night. Now, uh, you can subscribe on any of these venues. You can subscribe on, uh, you know, YouTube and Twitch and Twitter and all that sort of thing. Uh, you can follow me on all these venues and subscribe to the podcast if you like. There's no obligation to do this. I don't really push this too much. You can do it if you like. Also, if you want to, you can, uh, support the show by, uh, going on and buying me a coffee. You can see it in the, in the button next to, uh, the listing of all of our live streams. So buy, you can buy me a coffee. That actually helps support the show and helps to cover the costs of the prizes that we give away on the show. Anyway, that's what we've got going on. Now, um, I've got the chats are open everywhere. And unfortunately, on Facebook, Facebook has been just giving me fits, and it's been giving me fits again tonight. So I may not be able to see all of your comments live. Uh, it kicked me out... It's a long story. I'm not going to go into it right now. But for some reason, I can't get back into my uh, live stream show. Um, and uh, and actually, it's kicking me into something else that I don't even want to I'll watch right now. But uh, let me see if I can get to the back to the to the. Uh, no, I can't do it. It won't let me. It won't. It won't let me do it. So uh, you can. Let me see, open and watch. See if I can do it and open and watch. There we go. All right. So now I can see the, now I can see the, uh, this is ridiculous. Facebook is just so, anyway, I don't even want to go there now. We can talk about it later if you want. You can ask me uh, (laughs) about my troubles with Facebook. But let's go to Twitch. Twitch, we have folks in Twitch chat. Uh, Omar, the oak tree is in the uh is in the chat and Omar the Oak Tree uh, says really excited for another Saturday night drink with Rick session and I'm glad you're here by the way Omar thanks for being here I really really appreciate your being here tonight and what's up is in the chat also he says happy Saturday everyone happy Saturday right back at you what's up and 69 Mets fan is in the chat also it's time to drink with Rick he says and Omar says I was inspired to not drink Fireball and instead pick up a French Chardonnay, nice and dry. Well, kudos. That, that's good for you. Omar, you, you, it's, if it's a new tasting experience for you, I, th- I think you'll enjoy it. If you like a good a kind of a, a buttery wine, that's what uh, Chardonnay is. Uh, it's it's uh, they're kind of different levels of it. and uh, But it's the, the wine, Chardonnay wines are actually very, very good. I think you'll enjoy the French wines in particular. Some of them are very, very nice. Chardonnays. We've had a few on the show in the past, and uh, they some of the wines have been really great. Been really uh, impressed with some of them. And uh, you know, I'm not really a white wine person per se. <laughs> so to say that I like the the Chardonnays is is you know it's really saying something uh, in, uh, to me. Trent is in the chat on YouTube. Trent says hi, Trent Biggs Briggs, and Trent hi right back at you. And it's great to see you here. And also Justice Violet is in the chat. Justice says I just got here. Did I miss anything? No, you have not. This is just kind of the setup, the opening part, the setup, and um, we're going to get into the festivities. 
uh, right now, as a matter of fact. I did give you the itinerary, didn't I? Yeah, I think I did. Uh, we're going to introduce the wine. We're going to open, pour, taste, and review it. I'm reading from the show notes. <laughs> we're going to pair it with the foods. And uh, we're, we're going to give a little recap of last week's drinking game, which, which everyone had a great time. And we're going to toast some national days. And it's going to be an open chat, pretty much. So we can talk about pretty much uh, what you want to talk about tonight. So, let's get into it. This is what we're drinking tonight. What we're drinking, this is a Patroferno. It's an Apasimento. It's a, it is a Puglia wine, a Primitivo Puglia. This is a 2021 vintage. I'm going to read the front here because it may be hard to see if you're, if you're watching now. Uh, I'm going to read the front of this. It says, and it's in italics. <laughs> Patrick, of course. Patrick, yeah, it's Italian wine in italics. Uh, italics, there you go. Um, let's see, where are we? Patroferno is an appassimento style wine crafted with grapes of Primitivo. The grapes are left to, uh, to, it says do dry, but I think it, they mean to. The grapes are left to dry in the sun on the plants. A powerful red expression of Puglia. It delivers pure pleasure to the palate. And it says a prodotto. It's a product of Italy is what it says down there at the bottom. Here's the back end of the one. This is the back label. I'm going to read the back of the label for you. It says uh, Patroferno Puglia, Primitivo Apassimento, Vino Pasito, Red Wine 2021. Apassimento is a full-bodied, rich and complex red. It is a pure expression of the heel of Italy. A tribute to Apostamento style wines, it truly delivers the complexity of this ancient winemaking technique with rich and fruity flavors. Pair with grilled steak, tomato-based dishes, and roasted chicken. This is a product of Italy, and there is 15% alcohol ABV in this 750 milliliter bottle of wine. And you can go find more information on it at plum, www.plumridge or plume ridge. P-L-U-M-E-R-I-D-G-E dot com. And that is what we have going on there. So, oh, yes, let me show you what we have to pair it with tonight. Oh, man, this got messed up just a little bit. Yeah, just before the show, I was I was white balancing this camera, camera three, because it had been off for most of the week. I was white balancing the camera, and um, in the process... I accidentally knock o- knocked over my wine glass and some other stuff, and let's see, camera three, here we go. And I kind of messed up cheese, really beautiful, um, I don't know where the other piece of that, I think it's right here. Uh, this is, okay, she has this one. I think there's supposed to be another piece of it somewhere. Maybe not, I hope not. <laughs> I accidentally knocked it around. So it was such a beautiful presentation. I didn't have time to take a photo of it for a side shot, but this is what it looks like from the top. And of course, what we have to stream it uh, to stream to <laughs> what we have to pair it with tonight. We have some. Uh, this is a an Sergio. Uh, how is it pronounced? Sergio. Sergio. I don't know. It's it's got it's a cheese with rosemary in it. Okay. <laughs> Then we have the unexpected cheddar with parm and the cracker barrel cheddar over there. And then we have some steak over there to, to pair it with. It's that, uh, that's a steak that my lovely wife, uh, prepared just for the show tonight, believe it or not. Yeah, that's what we've got going on there. So 
Let me check uh, Facebook just for a minute. Okay, I think... Let me see if I can... This is actually working. I have got to tell you guys about about what's going on with Facebook. Um, I'm at my wits... Just about at my wits end with Facebook here and streaming. Um, I'm just... I don't know how long we're going to be able to do that here on Facebook for a while. And the, the good folks of Facebook don't seem to care much about that. So at least they, they're not they're not communicating with me. But enough of that right now. Let's get back to the show. Show must go on. Um WhatsApp says, thank you again for prizes. I made the apple cake from the recipe you sent and I'm eating a slice of it right now. It's excellent. Well that's really cool. Um, I'm glad you enjoy it. Uh, it, it. It's a very good cake, by the way. It was unbelievable, and it goes really well with the wine, by the way. You try it with the uh, who had the Chardonnay? Okay, Omar had Omar had the Chardonnay. Omar says, uh, my wife and I are enjoying the walkie-talkies. We use it during impromptu ghost hunting sessions. And by the way, congratulations. We're going to recap that in just a little bit, but uh, I, I'm, I'm glad you all received it. I think most everyone received their their uh, prizes except uh, one, well two people actually uh, one I haven't heard from yet as far as uh, sending the the prize out to the other one the other person the other individual um, it is still on the way it's still en route and and which is really surprising because uh, he's located in the same general part of the country that uh, some of you uh, that. One prizes in are located, but for some reason, when I checked the um, when I checked the USPS uh, tracking today, it said it wasn't going to be delivered until Monday. So um, I'm not sure what's going on there. Uh, kind of kind of weird, but um, that hopefully it should get there and safely. Yeah, I do. I, I track these things. I track these packages myself because I want to make sure everybody gets what I told them I was going to, uh, I was going to send them. I have, I have a story about that, but <laughs> that's for another time. So, uh, well, I'm glad you're enjoying the walkie-talkies, Omar. And, uh, you know, the, the radios are great, uh, and there are a lot of great uses for them. Not going to go into a long thing about it right now, but uh, there are a lot of these. I have one right here, as a matter of fact. Here's a, this is a GMRS radio. This one requires a license. Those don't. But they it uses the same frequencies as the ones, uh, the FRS use, uh, radios that you're using. And uh, so I, I have a, a few radios nearby that I get onto and, and talk with and, and conduct business with from time to time. Anyway, so uh, where were we? Oh, yes, we were going to open the wine, were we? See, that's how the stream of consciousness thing works. We can get 20 minutes into the show, as we are right now, and uh, not even get the wine open. So let's go ahead and open it right now. So I have my trusty foil cutter here. There it goes. Came right off. Don't look at that. And... I have, this is one of the things that fell on the floor. I think it broke a little bit. Sorry, Chi. This was a gift from my wife and uh, my kids. Something something broke off it. I'm not sure where. Oh, it goes in here. Okay. It was a little down here somewhere. I didn't want to lose it, so I, I put it somewhere. <laughs> so I wouldn't lose it. <laughs> now I can't find it. Uh, a lot of good that did. Okay, let's let's get this open. All right, the sooner we get to tasting wine, the sooner we can have some fun. Okay, 
The wine is open. Now, I, hit, I did not forget about it. I have my trusty aerator. We're going to put that into the bottle. Got the. I did not chill this wine, by the way. I, I don't know if it really needed to be chilled, but some wines do, some wines don't. I'm not chilling this one. But the aerator's in place. And to hold the grape nectar, I have my trusty Galway Genuine Irish Crystal Glass from Ireland, given to me by my employers at BuyTwoWayRadios.com. I'm going to pour a little bit of this wine into the glass, just a little bit for starters. By the way, everyone uh, got, got your, uh, received your, uh, all the winners there, received your official Drink With Rick wine tasting notebook. You can use it tonight if you like. You don't have to, but if you like, you can use it. Uh, that's what it's for. It's for using and enjoying. And, of course, I have my Drink With Rick coaster. I think most everyone, I think I sent everyone a pair of those as well, right? Okay, going to get a little swirl here. Nice, nice little swirl. I can smell aromas coming up. Oh, it smells like a fair amount of tobacco in there. Okay, so I'm going to set this aside for just a minute. And while it's breathing, we're going to let it open up a little bit. While it's doing that, let's learn a little bit more about this wine. Now, I did not find out a whole lot about this wine, except that it is sold at Trader Joe's. And... It seems to be well-liked to Trader Joe's. Uh, Vivino gives it four stars out of uh, 32 ratings. And uh, I just kind of skimmed through some of the ratings, see what people thought about it. People seemed to like it. They thought it was a pretty good value from Trader Joe's. I have never tried this wine before myself. I saw it in Trader Joe's, and I thought, well, here's a wine I have not tried before. Let's try it tonight. The alcohol content was a bit high. I almost didn't. I, I, set, I, I picked it up off the shelf, and then I... I looked at the alcohol content, and then I put it back. Because I, I, normally I don't like to to drink wines that are you know like fourteen or fifteen percent alcohol ABV. I, I like because some of these wines, there's a tendency for um, some of these wines that have really high alcohol content to really you really taste the alcohol more than you taste the wine. Sometimes I don't like that, so I like to enjoy the wine. The alcohol is part of it, just a little taste. It's it's okay, but I don't want to be... Look, if I want to drink alcohol, I'll, I'll go out and have some rum like I did the last night. Or, or tequila or something, you know. Uh, <laughs> but, but uh, you know, the wine, I want to enjoy the flavors, the fruitiness of the of the wines. That's, that's what I like. So, but enough about me. Everyone's taste is different. Everyone's palate's different. Anyway... I saw the 15% and I thought, eh, that's a little bit high. But then I thought, well, okay, why not? It's a wine I've never tried before. Let's give it a fair and an honest review. So I picked one up and that's what we're doing tonight. So apparently it is popular here. I did not really, before I picked the wine up at Trader Joe's, I had not done any research on this wine at all. I really didn't. And when I, in searching around on the internet, I really didn't find a whole lot about it. In fact, when I went to Wine Searcher, um, I didn't, there were no prices on this wine except uh, prices in uh, some other countries, in U.S. dollars actually. That didn't really help me here. <laughs> but I'll tell you what I paid for it. Now, Vivino says it's $13.34 average of all user reported prices. I paid, because I have my Trader Joe's receipt right here, I paid $12.99. 
for this uh, Patroferno Apassimento, this 750 milliliter bottle from Trader Joe's here in Charlotte, North Carolina. That's what I pay for this wine. So uh, I have heard, once again, I've heard some good things about it. I don't know uh, if I'm going to like it myself, but we'll find out. Anyway, back to the chats for a moment. And let's see what's going on in the chats and checking. Uh, okay, good. Uh, everybody's ready with bated breath. Oh, uh, Omar says tequila shots with Rick would be a good sign for for five de for Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> okay, um, would be a good spin for. Oh, would be a good spin for Cinco de Mayo. I'm sorry, I misread that a little bit. Um, tequila shots, huh? Hmm. I have to give that some thought. I don't normally really review uh, really uh, strong alcohols like that here on the show. We do beers and ciders. We've done that before. We will continue to do that. Um, hmm. For Cinco de Mayo, is that on a Saturday? I don't know. I haven't looked at the... Let me see. Let me jump ahead a little bit here and check my calendar. February, March, April, May. It's a Friday. Ah, why not? That could be fun. That could be fun, Omar. I appreciate the suggestion. Okay, so let's give this wine a little bit of a whiff. And yeah, there's... It kind of smells like a little, little bit of tobacco in there, but it also smells black cherry. Getting a lot of black cherry. And it smells earthy. Let's give it a little bit of a taste. Wow. Sweet on the tongue. There is a there is some sweetness to it. Now, I was expecting a drier wine, but this is uh fairly fairly um it's not sweet sweet, but it has a sweet um taste on the tongue and there is a, a little bit of sweetness um going down in in the finish especially. It's a fair finish. It's not super long, but it's a fair finish. But there is some black cherry in this wine. Let me see if I'm getting... I'm not really getting to... I, I got a little tobacco on the nose when I first opened it up. I'm not really tasting the tobacco right now. Uh, but it is fairly earthy. And, uh, yeah, I'm getting the black cherry... And I want to say I'm getting a hint of something else in here. What is this? Yeah, I want to say it's a little bit of, um, it's kind of jammy. It, it, it is a bit jammy. Um, I want to say there's some blackberry in here too. But but it is kind of on the jammy side. I've heard people, uh, well, not heard them. I've, I've read that uh, some people are getting uh, pomegranate out of this, and I'm not really. Well, I don't know. Maybe if it opens up, I'll taste a little pomegranate in it. But I'm, I'm not getting that at the moment either. I'm getting the black cherry though. That stands out. Hmm. Not really pomegranate, but, but granite, but the cherry, the black cherry. And the um, and some um, some blackberry in there, and it is fairly earthy, and it, it's it's kind of jammy. It's 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 fairly jammy. It's uh, 
Also, the yeah, the sweetness is subsiding just a little bit. Maybe that's because I'm, my palate's getting used to that a little bit. But it's still, I'm getting a little bit of that at the end. There, there are some uh, tannins in here. It's about medium tannin. It's it's not super, you know, light on the tannin, but it's it's they're kind of refined. I, I think they're they're pretty decent. Uh, it's a decent amount of tannin in it. It's it's not a lot. It's not zero or anything like that kind of i wouldn't say they're medium actually a little bit on the lighter side but it is a medium sweet wine it's not really dry it's a little on the sweet side it's uh fairly bold though and if you look at it too i didn't really look at the complexion too much but you can kind of tell and the lights usually i I kind of stopped doing this for a while, looking at the complexion of the wine in the studio because the lights, it on camera, it looks like all these wines are bold. And that's because of the way the lights are hitting the, the glass. But uh, from my vantage point, I can kind of see, you know, if it's bold or if it's... This is a very, very deep ruby. It's it Actually, it is a very, very dark complexion, very bold. And this is a very full-bodied wine. Very full-bodied. So if you're not used to those full-bodied wines, that doesn't necessarily mean the wine is heavy. It just uh, it's it's it just there's a lot of body to this wine, and you can I don't know if you can see it there, but but uh, it's uh, it has a lot of legs to it, <laughs> a lot of legs. So yeah, it is it is fairly full-bodied. Interesting wine. Uh, I'm going to have to to let this open up a little bit and try a little bit more through the show uh, because I'm I'm kind of torn on this. I like I like uh, Puglia wines, but this one is a little sweet, and I'm not sure if it's too sweet for me or not, and if it's too bold for me or not. I, I don't know. I'm I'm going to to give this one some time to open up, and then we'll try it some more, and we're going to pair it with the foods. As a matter of fact, we're going to pair it right now. As soon as we get through the chats again. Omar says, uh, what about meat? It's closer to wine. It is. Uh, yeah, it is. But in uh, a good brandy. Yeah, it's... Uh, I've never actually never reviewed a meat on the show before. That would be kind of interesting. You know, if I can find a decent mead to, to, uh, to try out. Let me try it. Let me write that down. Mead. Review mead. We'll see. Um, Omar says, hey, Rick, how would you define a tannin quality? Well, um, where, where was it going now? I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> uh, how would you define the tannin quality? Yeah, you know, we'll get back to that here in a little bit. Uh, let me get to the, because uh, it's getting late. I'm watching my clock here. I'm trying to watch my clock because I promised Chi I would. Uh, let's get to the... Let's get to the uh, pairing here. I'm sorry if I seem a little bit distracted. I am a little bit distracted. It's um, I'm doing my own producing here as I usually do, and the thing is, is that uh, I get a lot to distract me sometimes, especially when things are not going right, uh, as they are not tonight on Facebook. Uh, I, I know I keep mentioning Facebook. I I stream to five different platforms. And I'll tell you the ones that give me no trouble at all. Odyssey gives me zero trouble. Twitter gives me no trouble at all. Twitch, no trouble. I usually have zero trouble on Twitch. Uh, 
YouTube uh, used to give me a little bit of trouble, and I got that resolved, and it's been fine for a long time. And Justice says, uh, did I, oh, uh, I missed that. Here, uh, Justice says, there's so many wines out there. Black cherry sounds nice. Tobacco smell. Hmm. Well, when I talk about tobacco, I'm talking about just a hint of tobacco, kind of a tobacco kind of smell or taste. Just a hint of it, just more like a spice uh, as a spice rather than just chewing tobacco or something like that. It's not anything like like you're smoking a cigarette or something uh, or or heavy on a cigar or something. It's just it, it's kind of a light, to, very, very light tobacco flavor. Uh, where was I? Oh, uh, and uh, YouTube, I don't have any trouble. Facebook just gives me fits. And uh, I'm going to tell you that I'm, I'm uh, about ready to... Uh, I'm not ready to, to, to close things up on Facebook a little bit if, if things don't get any better. And I'll explain to that in a little bit because I think it it affects everyone on Facebook who watches me. A fair portion of my audience is on Facebook. And um, it's just uh, it's it's to the point where it's, it's difficult for them to even find me now because the way Facebook and their bots have been behaving with the show. I'll get into that a little bit. Let's go ahead and uh, what's up says... My wife and I had a wine class on our honeymoon in Italy, and the sommelier who led it had us learn smells from an aroma kit he had. Yeah, actually, that's that's not an uncommon way to do that. That was the first time I started to understand how to pick up different flavors in wine, but I still suck at it. Uh, you know, it, it it is something... Look, I'm not a professional sommelier either. I'm, I'm an everyman that likes to drink wine, and I, I tell everyone that. I'm just an everyman... Like 99.99% of everybody out there, all I know is what I like and what I don't like. And that's, that's, uh, that, that's the way most people drink wine. They, they don't, you know, it's not, it's not something that, that, you know, you're born with or, or pick up right away, you know, like, well, I'm a, I'm a professional wine taster. It, it's it's something that you learn over time, and you have to sort of develop the palate for it. And some of these guys, these sommeliers, they study for decades and throughout their life on, you know, refining their palates and and um, learning how to pick things out. There are a few of these, these people out there that can actually tell you, they can sip a wine and tell you exactly what region that grape was from and how it was grown, everything, just pretty much from the taste. Uh, that's a refined palate. <laughs> I'm nowhere near like that, and I don't claim to be. Uh, what I know is I know the wines I like and the uh, the wines that uh, I don't like and the ones that, you know, I, I prefer to drink. And that that's, that that's good enough for me. It really is. So, uh, well, we'll talk about tannins a little bit more, actually, in a little bit. Um, where was I? Actually, you know, when you're we're talking about tannins, here I am going off my, tra- my train of thought again. We're talking about tannins. It's not just wine that you'll find tannins in. You'll find a lot of different foods. Uh, you'll find different, as I mentioned, the grapes before. You know, you can take a green grape, and you're not going to have that astringent taste that uh, that that you'll get from, say, a red grape. That'll really kind of, um, you know, uh, really define the presence of, of tannins. It's it's kind of 
I, I, see, some people say they're bitter. I'm, I wouldn't say so much bitter, but I would just say it's astringent. I think that's the word that I'm that I'm looking for. And I guess it's kind of bitter. <laughs> bitter. <laughs> but they basically, again, once again, the tannins basically uh, come from the skins and the seeds of the grape. And, oh, that's a good example. Yeah, if you've ever had a, a grape with seeds in it and you bit down on the seeds, that kind of kind of uh, dry astringent taste that you get from the seed that that's what you're tasting are a, a bit of a lot of the time are the the tannins in the in the in the uh, uh, in the grape or in the seed. So uh, yeah, I'm really distracted tonight, folks. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's, I shouldn't be. Show must go on. Okay, I'll tell you what. Let's forget Facebook for a while. And let's concentrate on, on where the action is. All right, right now the action is on this plate. This is what we're, we've got to pair the food with. And we're going to try it with the steak first. This is a, a steak, a beef steak. We're going to try it with this uh, and go to camera. Well, let's go to camera two. Here we go. And uh, I'll taste it with this this wine. We can't right wine on this camera. <laughs> Chewy. That's because we've been sitting here for 40 minutes. Mm. Good steak though. Not bad with the steak. I like it with the steak, but I will say that the sweetness, that twinge of sweetness at the end, kind of sort of overpowers the taste of the steak in this particular case, which is not necessarily a bad thing, but I kind of like when the wine and the food kind of sort of mesh together and create kind of a, a new taste. This one, I could taste the steak. But then the wine comes in at the end and and kind of, well, look at me, <laughs> the wine. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's okay with the steak. Uh, it's all right. Not bad. Let's go back to camera three. Uh, well, let me clear the palate first. I've got, I've got to clear the palate, don't I? Yeah, this... Uh, let me check Facebook one more time. I, I, I've got to be... I'm, I'm sitting here talking about tannins the whole time. I'm looking at Facebook like, what's going on with this? Okay. Sorry, folks. My full attention should be on you, not on what's happening on uh, on, on Facebook. Okay, so I cleared the palette. Let's go back to camera three. And let's try... So this is Sergio Cheese here. Let's, let's try it with this. Okay, this is... Uh, What's it called? I wrote it down. She brought it up to me just for the show. With rosemary. It has a rosemary in it. Apparently. Hmm. Yeah? And it has quite a bit of rosemary in it. <laughs> hmm. It does. I'm just choked out of there. I'm going to have to try that again. I didn't really uh, <clears throat> false start there. I got a bit of this cheese in there. 
Mm. Hmm. It's a good cheese, by the way, actually. Okay, this is nice. Pairs very nicely with the cheese. I think this would go pretty well with um, most, because that's a kind of a hard cheese. And I think it would go pretty well with most hard cheeses. Let me clear the palate for just a minute. <clears throat> and then we'll go back to camera three and try it with the, the Trader Joe's Double Cream Gouda, because that's one we've never had a miss on. And as many of you watching know, the Gouda has actually, on occasion, saved the wine. So let's try it with the Trader Joe's Double Cream Gouda, a personal favorite of mine and of cheese. Uh, 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 cheese. My wife, cheese. <laughs> Not the cheese cheese. Okay. And Double Cream Gouda is good. Mm. As usual. Oh, not a bad pairing. And I want to say that the tobacco and just a hint of pomegranate popped out in that one just a little bit with that cheese. I thought that was interesting. And it's not the cheese that did it, but I think it kind of brought out those flavors a little bit and the wine that were kind of hiding in the wine somewhere. So the, actually the cheese brought out a couple of flavors in the wine that I was really, I uh, like the pomegranate that, was, that I wasn't getting before. That's interesting. Clear the pal one more time. Let's go back to camera three. That's not camera three. <laughs> this is camera three. All right, let's go to the, the cheddar. This is the Cracker Barrel Cheddar. And we're going to try it with that. I see how it pairs out. This is actually a pretty good cheddar. Not really a mild cheddar, not super sharp, kind of, I don't know, kind of medium cheddar. A little sharper than medium, maybe. Hmm. That's not bad as well. I think that little bit of sweetness in the wine and the cheddar, I actually think they, they blend fairly well together. So I kind of like it with the cheddar. I could I could drink this wine with some cheddar cheese. That's not bad. Not bad at all. <clears throat> well, so the pairing, uh, pairing went fairly well there in that respect. So that's what we have for the, the pairing. So far, I'm kind of liking this wine. It's growing on me. It's growing on me a little bit. <laughs> it is. It's growing on me a little bit. Another ounce here and another ounce there. So much for my diet tonight. Okay, so uh, let me go back to... All right, Facebook is... Uh, I should probably just turn off Facebook. Justice says, uh, Black cherry sounds nice. Tobacco smell? Oh, I read that one already. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, so Omar, you're saying that was a helpful description of tannin? Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I, I kind of had a false start there with, uh, with, uh, with explaining the tannin the first time because I was just so distracted with what was going on um, with um, on this. I really kind of need a producer here, right? Somebody who can monitor all this other stuff for me so I can concentrate on talking with you and doing this show. <laughs> That's what I really need to do. I 
you know, when you're just streaming to one platform or two platforms, it's not so bad because then you can just kind of do the stream and you're I like Twitch. If you're just on Twitch and you're streaming on that and you're just concentrating on the Twitch, um, the Twitch chats, then, you know, it's not a big deal. But when you've got five streams going and you're watching five different chats and you're trying to keep up with uh, one of them's not behaving very well and, uh, and <laughs> then that's, uh, that, that becomes a little distracting. So, uh, sorry about that, uh, Omar. I, I will, uh, try to, uh, I'll try to concentrate more on the Twitch and the YouTube end of it from the spin in the Odyssey end going forward here. All right, so what do we got here? Oh, yes, this is the drinking game recap. Let's recap the drinking game uh, last week a little bit. We had a really good time. We had folks in the chat. I, I really appreciate all of you who showed up for the game last week. We had a great time. I enjoy doing these things, by the way, and I like to do more of them. Uh, it's a lot of fun, and I love to give away stuff. When I have stuff to give away, <laughs> I love, stuff, love to be able to give away things, and I, I'm glad you all enjoyed it. And as I mentioned, I think I mentioned at the very beginning, I think uh, I was checking and most everyone got their prizes. Uh, I think one uh, or two people did not get their prizes yet. One is in, still in transit. And the other one uh, I haven't shipped yet because uh, because I'm waiting for, uh, for a response from them about, uh, about uh, shipping. So uh, once I get that, then I'll be able to ship that one out. But it is actually in a box down here waiting to be shipped. And I, I was thinking, you know, I really would like to do this game more often during the year, but they really only come out with these wine advent calendars once a year. So maybe I could make my own, and we could kind of make it sort of a regular or semi-regular thing. Uh, I, I think we could do it with beers, too. That could be kind of fun, or ciders. I think we could have a good time doing that. I, I enjoy doing that, and I, um, I'm i looking for some software or, or an application that I can put into OBS here that I use to stream with and uh, maybe help refine this game somewhat so it's easier to see where the players are and and that sort of thing. We've done some trivia games on here before in the past uh, on the show as well, and uh, I enjoy doing those, and we, we do, we'll do some more of those during the year as well. Justice says it was so much fun on New Year's. Yeah, it was, and I really enjoyed... Uh, we had a great time on New Year's and rang in the new year in 2023. Uh, uh, hopefully, it, it's it's going off to a great start for everyone. And I'll I'll, I'll be honest. Uh, <laughs> Monday was was great. Um, I went into work on Monday as usual, but by Monday, um, late Monday afternoon, I started having a, a kind of a, a bit of a health issue. So uh, I actually. I didn't want to call in to work the next day. I, I didn't want to do that because I had so much going on. It was New Year, and we had a lot of things happening, and there were projects I was working on, and I didn't want to break away from those. So um, I just my my boss said, "Why don't you just you know just work from home? You're having a health issue there. Get that dealt with, but but go ahead and work from home." So I said that, "Yeah, that's great. That that'll work fine." So um, for the next couple of days, I, I worked from home while dealing with my health issue and. Um, I actually got a lot more accomplished at, at home <laughs> than I was getting accomplished at the office. So 
Uh, we were still working on this project, so my boss just said, "Hey, you know, because uh, I, I was feeling better by by uh, Wednesday evening, so I said, well, you know, I'll come in on Thursday and to the office." And he says, no, 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 you're on a roll right now. <laughs> you're on a roll right now. Just stay home and just keep doing what you're doing uh, at, at home and, and get it done at home because, uh, you know, I was making so much progress. And uh, so that's what I did Thursday and Friday. So Tommy was driving himself into work most of the week um, uh, on his own. But because uh, he, he, usually he and I drive in together because we both work for the same company. But... I have to say that, yeah, I get a lot more done at home typically when I'm working from home. And uh, during COVID, when everybody had to work from home, uh, I got a lot more done than to it's just uh, than at the office because I, I have when I go into the office, there are all these other distractions going on and, and different things that take me away from doing some of the other stuff I need to do. And then at home, I can just sit up here. Nobody bothers me. This is my home studio office. I can just sit up here. Nobody interrupts me and I can just sit down and, and concentrate on what I'm doing. And, and it's, uh, yeah, I get a lot accomplished that way. So some folks don't really work well from home. It's not for everybody, but um, I'm one of those people that just, I, I happen to, you know, put me in a room, close the door and just let me do, just do me, let me do what I have to do. <laughs> That's And I'm fine. And I can just sit there and get on a roll and just, you know, and uh, just keep going. <clears throat> so, uh, and I'm fine with that. So anyway, uh, that was what uh, was saying. Okay, so that was my week. <laughs> and here I am talking about myself. I want to know how your week went. How did your week go? I hope everyone had a great new year. And I hope everyone's first week of the new year went really, really well. And as... Um, as uh, Omar was saying, that uh, you know, my wife and I are enjoying the walkie-talkies. You're doing impromptu ghost hunting sessions. Well, uh, you're gonna tell me about that a little bit. You do ghost hunting, huh? Not really my thing, but uh, I know some people are really into that. Me, uh, I prefer to kind of stay away from that stuff. <laughs> uh, you know, but. Uh, but uh, I, I, yeah, uh, how how does it go? You guys do that as a hobby? You doing it? Are you doing it sort of full time? How how does that uh, impromptu ghost hunting? That's interesting. Let me clear the panel a bit. Need to drink more and talk less, right? That'll probably help. All right, a little more wine here. It's okay. The wine's okay so far. I mean, its I wouldn't say it's my favorite wine, but it's okay. It's not bad. What's up says, I had been off for two weeks, so it was rough going back to work. Um, yeah, you know, that kind of, I can understand that. I mean, you know, when you've you have been off for a while and, and then you just have to go back in and then you kind of catch up and you kind of get back you got to get back in that groove and the first couple of days doing that it's kind of hard isn't it it really is and um that's what happens to me i i just go into uh, after i've been off for, and i was sick for a week and for a while and and i went back into work uh the next monday and i i spent most of that first day just trying to catch up on stuff you know the stuff that i'd kind of Gotten away that uh, that that I was supposed to be attending to, but I couldn't because I was so homesick, and that happens, doesn't it? So, 
yeah, usually that first day back or first couple of days back, it's a little bit on the rough side, especially if you're still in recovery mode, right? Uh, if you're if you're in recovery mode from like if you're on vacation for two weeks and you go to Cancun or something, you come back and you're you know you go back to work, but your head's still in Cancun. <laughs> it's like hmm. Uh, no, really. It's it's uh, it, it takes a while to get back in the groove after you've been away for so long, like three days or four days. Not too bad, but it's a couple of weeks. Yeah, it, it it takes a while to get back, get acclimated back to work. Right? Omar says, uh, "Okay, so this is how you're doing the uh, ghost hunting, right?" Uh, Omar says, "I hide somewhere in the house, and she talks into the walkie-talkie, asking if there is a ghost in the house." I'll try and give her a scare. It's a great time. Feel better, Rick. Salute. <laughs> Thanks, Omar. I am feeling better. I'm much I'm feeling much better now. Uh, if I wasn't, I wouldn't be doing this. I wouldn't be drinking this. Um, <laughs> kind of ha- health issue I had. Uh, I had to stay off the. I had to stay off the wine for a few days. Um, I won't go into details, but uh, <laughs> let me just say that uh, uh, my stomach just wasn't feeling real good for a few days. Uh, must have been something I ate. I don't know. Anyway, uh, we're we're back in. Uh, how, how's it go? Yeah, we're we're. I don't want to say back in the saddle. We're back in business. There we go. All right. So you hide somewhere in the house, and she talks in the walkie-talkie, asking if there's ghosts in the house. I'll try and give her a scare. It's a great time. That sounds like a lot of fun. You know, I got a story about that when when. Uh, Tommy's dog Cosmo. It was a lot of fun to play with him because we used to play a hide and seek game with him, where uh, we'd play ball for a bit with his with his ball, and then I would throw the ball down the stairs or something or down the hallway, and then while he's running to go chase after it, I would run and hide somewhere in in uh, in one of the rooms or in the house or something, and then he'd come back with the ball and he'd be looking for me. And he'd be almost in panic mode saying, where'd he go? Where'd he go? Where is he? <laughs> and he'd be looking all over the place for me. And he would check, he would check behind the door because after a while, um, he got wise to all of my hiding places because he'd find me, you know, it's always, I'm always in the last place he looked, right? So he'd find me and then, uh, he'd remember that. So I'd throw the ball again and I'd have to, I'd have to hide in a different place because, because if I didn't, and I wasn't there, he would go hunting for me. And, of course, the the place he found me before, that's the first place he'd look. So I'd have to mix it up quite a bit. But it was a lot of fun playing hide-and-seek with that dog. He was he was a lot of fun to play with. Uh, we miss him terribly. He was a, he was a really good dog. Um, yeah, hide-and-seek. Um, never used the radios for that. Uh, I don't think uh, Cosmo was uh, – I don't think he could uh, – Use the radio much, <laughs> but it was it was always fun playing with him. You know, it was just uh, he was just a good dog. Uh, where okay, where was I? Oh yes, national days. We've got to toast some national days. It's getting it's getting late, so let's go ahead and toast some national days. Wise up says, do you plan on getting another dog? Wow, that's a very good question. Uh, do you? By the way, do you have a dog? What's up? Do you have a dog or a cat or or uh, any kind of a pet? Um. I yes, I'd like to get another dog. When we lost Cosmo, we lost him of October 
of uh, 2021. And uh, Tommy was just, uh, he was in his last, he was, I, he, he was about to, to start his, his uh, last semester in college, or he was ending his, his next last semester. So he was up at App State. And uh, Cosmo passed away uh, on us uh, uh, one night uh, in the middle of the night. I'd been up with him for a while, and then he, he had passed away. And uh, that was such a, a rough a rough night for both Chi and me because we were we were kind of up tending to him and um, having to break the news to my son away at college because uh, he was he was my son's dog having to break the news to him was was extremely difficult um, but having to deal with it ourselves I, I think when he first passed it was like okay well he's gone and then when he, we. Uh, took him to the cre- this is kind of morbid, but we took him to the crematorium, uh, to the dog, you know, crematorium or pet crematorium is what it was. By the time, um, I, I mean, it still was kind of surreal, you know, when he passed, but when we took him down there, while we were there, it just kind of the, the reality just kind of set in for, for us. And, uh, I was just, I really had t- trouble holding back tears. It was just, uh, it was rough. And, and the first uh, few days after that, it was, it was kind of rough. Cause I, you know, losing someone like that, uh, you're losing a member of the family. Uh, he really was a member of the family. And, uh, we were, we're all, he was all very, he was very close to all of us. And, uh, so losing him was very tough. And in the months that followed, I wanted to get a, another dog. Um, a few by by a few months later, because I kind of wanted to fill that void. But uh, Chi still wasn't ready, and we we still haven't gotten another dog, mainly because it's that adjustment period, that, that kind of period where we're still, you know, uh, I, I mean, I think we're all kind of at that point now where we want to get another dog, but um. It's still a little bit tough because it's almost like you feel like you're replacing Cosmo, and it, it just uh, you know there was no replacement for him, uh, really there wasn't. So yeah, we'll probably get one uh, pretty soon. We've been talking more about it more and more, so I, I think everybody's kind of on board now to get it. But th- there was that period of time where we just you know it wasn't even something we wanted to think about. It wasn't something we wanted to to, to deal with. Um. WhatsApp says, I'm sorry, Rick. My condolences to all of you. Well, well thank you. I uh, appreciate it. WhatsApp says, I wish, uh, he, talking about a, a pet, he says, I wish our building doesn't allow it. I have a fish tank to cope. Well, they'll allow you to have fish. My daughter has some fish. Very interesting. What kind of fish do you have, by the way? My um, uh, CM Center has fish, and uh, she has a couple of fish, and uh, she has this one really big goldfish that she named Cheddar. And a uh, really big goldfish, and, uh, and then another fish that was basically uh, a child of, of cheddar. And uh, there's a long story there. I'm not going to go into it now. But uh, but cheddar, uh, very interesting. These fish that you'll you'll kind of go by the tank, and they they just like swim right up to you. They swim right up to you, and they're looking at you. And they're just kind of studying and then kind of following you around as you walk back and forth across the fish tank. Very interesting. This fish are really kind of alert. I, I wasn't really expecting that from a fish. I kind of figured, well, you know, the fish, you might be curious for a minute and then take off. But 
these these fish they kind of like study you and they kind of follow you know follow you around in the tank and and uh, it's very interesting. Um, let's see. Um, What's up says I have a school of pygmy quarries and a bunch of uh, inbred cherry shrimp. Wow, it's a shrimp, huh? So that's pretty cool. I. Uh, you know, I I, I don't know about uh, shrimp. The closest I've got to any kind of shrimp uh, in a tank was brine. Well, you know, uh, sea monkeys when I was a kid, because that's basically what sea monkeys are. They're, they're brine shrimp. But um, you so you start so you're raising shrimp. That's interesting. Cherry shrimp. Uh, he says, uh, "What's up?" Says I started with ten shrimp, and then they just kept breeding. Now I have way too many. Wow. Uh, how many shrimp? Do you have? Uh, Justice says, what's Chi's ethnic background? Uh, is it Japanese? Uh, no, Chi uh, is uh, from the Philippines. She was uh, born and raised in the Philippines, Justice. Uh, she's uh, Filipina. And um, yeah, interesting story how we met, too. <laughs> But she's she's really sweet. She's a tough she's a tough little cookie. But she's she's uh, she's very sweet too. By the way, she did my hair too. She is my stylist. She gets that credit in the in the credits if you're watching at the end of the show, and I give her credit for being my stylist. But she she actually cut my hair just for the show. As a matter of fact, she's the only she's the only person I I let touch my hair anymore. Um, I've had a couple of bad. Uh, episodes with uh, going to a, a hairstylist in the past, and and uh, uh, she the first time she cut my hair, she did such a beautiful job on it. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, <laughs> I'm not letting anyone else touch my hair, but my wife, uh, you know, and she does a fine job with it. But you know, no, uh, Justice, to answer your question, she is uh, she's Filipina, she's from the Philippines, and uh, uh, that. Uh, I've never been to the Philippines. No, I, we we met we met here. She was here. She came here uh, originally in the early '90s uh, on a work visa because she's a she's a, a nurse. She's an RN, and uh, she came here on a work visa, uh, working as a nurse. And then uh, we met in uh, in Orlando, uh, down in Florida. And she was staying at the time. She was staying with her brother in in Jacksonville. But uh, uh, we we kind of met. It was interesting how we met. But uh, we we met and then we were dating. It's kind of a you know long distance dating for a little bit where she was in Jacksonville and I was in Orlando. But we drive up and back and forth to see each other. And then it it, it started to get serious. I'll tell you what really did it for me. Uh, why I, I and, and, and you know she's a fabulous cook, and I've told you many times what a fabulous cook she is, and what she's done like on on this. She's done such a great job on this. But uh, when when we were dating, when we were dating, I uh, went up there one weekend uh, to where she was staying with her brother, and uh, she was really happy to see me and she says, you know, I'm gonna cook I'm gonna cook dinner for you. And I said, okay. I I had no idea what to expect. I really had no idea what what uh what this could be about, you know, and so uh she made chicken adobo. And if you're not familiar with chicken adobo, it's a Philippine dish and it's it's really, really good. 
I had never had chicken adobo in my entire life. Didn't know what it was, and I love chicken. But uh, she she cooked this chicken adobo for me and served it to me. And my first taste of it was like, wow, this is a totally new experience for me, and this is quite good. And I'm I'm eating my first piece of this chicken, and I'm thinking to myself, and I'm looking, I'm looking at her, and, she, and, and, and I'm thinking to myself, oh man, I gotta marry this girl. <laughs> so it's really the old adage is true. It, it is true that the way to a man's heart is through his stomach, at least through mine. And and I, I'm I'm proud to say that that my wife has made me the man I am today. <laughs> She has. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, she's from the Philippines. And uh, Gabagluigi uh, is in the chat and on Twitch. And uh, Gabagluigi, I can't talk anymore. Gabagluigi, it's not the wine. Trust me. Gabagluigi, it's just me. Gabagluigi says it's, uh, it's not just that she's a good cook. The presentation is restaurant quality. Yes, it is. Absolutely. Uh, it, it, she, she does a fantastic job and she's been told many times she should open her own restaurant, but it's a lot of work opening a restaurant. And, um, uh, so what's up says, according to the number of shrimp he has, he says, I can't even count them well over 50, well over 50. It must be a big tank that you have, right? Or how, how much of a tank, how big of a tank do you need for 50 shrimp? Cause my daughter she has two goldfish, but she says, according to her, um, she says that the goldfish need a certain amount of of uh, volume and water, a certain amount of space in there to to thrive. And so she has hers in a, like it's like a forty gallon tank, uh, I would say forty fifty gallon tank. And she has two goldfish in there, and they're fairly large goldfish, about this big, but. Uh, but she has a tank for the two of them, and there were three, one passed, but uh, but, but she has the two in there, and uh, they seem to do pretty well. They seem to do pretty well in that tank. But I I was kind of surprised when uh, you know first time I, I noticed the these fish following me around, you know, watching me and everything, staring at me while I'm eating, <laughs> and everything. Um, just uh, there's a certain intelligence to some of these fish. Some of these fish are fairly intelligent. There uh, they seem that way anyway. So anyway, I uh, yeah, I, I have a, a, a respect for for goldfish. Let me just check the other chats here, just for minutes. Okay, we were going to toast some national days, right? Got off on my on my tangent here. Let's toast some national days. Uh, I've got to pull up the ah, not the fireworks. There we go. Here's our toasting. By the way, that animation is courtesy of CM Cinder, my daughter, and does all the graphics on this show and the animation. And she can do that for you too. Uh, you can go to tiasavoya.art or tiasavoya.com. She can uh, make stuff for your stream if you're a streamer or uh, whatever, you know, podcast or whatever. She can do your art. So we've got some national days. Let's toast some national days together. I hope everyone has something to drink with. 
If not, everybody grab a glass and let's do some toasting. Our first real toasting of the new year, per se, besides toasting the new year itself. Today is, uh, this is, oh, it's almost uh, not today anymore, it's tomorrow. It's January 7th, 2023, and today is National Play Outside Day, the first Saturday of every month. By the way, all of these national days come from nationaldaycalendar.com. That's Marlo Anderson's site, which Marlo, uh, at the moment, is actually out at CES covering uh, news at CES. But this is site, nationaldaycalendar.com. I'm going to give a shout-out to Marlo. Uh, National Play Outside Day, first Saturday of every month. So it's National Play Outside Day. I did not play outside today. I did not. As a matter of fact, I've got to go outside after the show. If she's watching, I hope she's... Uh, I cover your ears, she. You don't want to hear this part. I've got to go outside after the show and dump some some food out there that... Uh, <laughs> I had to dump some compost uh, out there that I forgot to dump earlier. She gave me a bag of compost. says, here, give this to your friend. And uh, I forgot to... Uh, I, I put I set it outside on the back porch and forgot to dump it out there. Well, you know, this is for Bob the raccoon. We have a raccoon that that yeah. This was my substitute for not having a dog. I sort of latched on to. Uh, he's not really a pet raccoon. He's just a raccoon that lives uh, in our backyard and he comes around foraging for food. And he's gotten smart enough to figure out that when we throw food out there, it's it's for him to eat. And, and uh, so now I've, I, it used to be compost, but now when I throw something out there, it's actually for him. And it's fun to, to watch him show up and, and grab it and eat it and that sort of thing. But uh, yeah, uh, I, I need to get a dog. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> All right. So it's National Play Outside Day. Today is also National Bobblehead Day. Who doesn't have a bobblehead? Actually, I do have a bobblehead. Um, when I when I uh, had my computer store, uh, Microsoft sent me one. Uh, when they were promoting Windows XP, this was years ago. They sent over a, a promotional kit to all of the to all of the system builders and uh, with promoting Windows XP, which was the new operating system at the time. And they included a bobblehead and in the kit. And I still have that somewhere. I don't know where it is. Buried in the junk in the attic or something. Anyway, it's a National Bobblehead Day and it's National Tempura Day. Today is National Tempura Day. So uh, here's to all those days. I'm just going to truncate them all and let's just toast all these national days all at once. I'll drink to them. Actually, it's not. It's, it's starting to. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm starting to like this more. I think it's just opened up. I think initially when it was opened up, I think it was just a little bit too intense. But as it's opened up, it's mellowed out a little bit. So I'm, I'm kind of liking this wine a little bit more now. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and toast the ones for January eighth because there are a few of the toast January eighth, which will be. Today, in about uh, 42 minutes, it's National Career Coach Day. January 8th is National Career Coach Day. It's also Earth's Rotation Day. I didn't know there was a day for that. I thought every day was Earth's Rotation Day, since the Earth rotates once every 24 hours every day. 
uh, just another day on Earth, right? Here's your Earth's Rotation Day and National Career Coach Day. A drink to that. World Typing Day is January 8th. It's World Typing Day. It's also National, National Winter Skin Relief Day. Yes, National Winter Skin Relief Day. Okay, here's one I can toast. Uh, 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 sure. Um, National Sunday Supper Day. The second Sunday in January is National Sunday Supper Day. Isn't every Sunday Sunday Supper Day? I would think so. We have a nice supper every Sunday. My wife, geez, as a matter of fact, that what you're seeing here in camera three, I was told that that's actually for our Sunday supper. That uh, that steak, but she, but she said, "What do you want to have on the stream tonight?" And I said, "Well, I, I need a little beef to go with this, with this uh, wine." And she goes, "Well, I don't have anything else, but this is for tomorrow. Maybe I could just set some of this aside and give it and cook it for you tonight." I said, "Well, that would be fantastic." So I had a preview. That was a preview of my Sunday supper tomorrow night. There you go. Here's the national. Sunday Supper Day. Everybody raise your glasses and toast along. Uh, it's also, uh, let's see, January 8th is also National English Toffee Day. I like English toffee. I'm going to need a little more wine for that one. English Toffee. It's also National Argyle Day. If you're into Argyle, it's National Argyle Day. There you go. Actually, I'm, I'm, I'm toasting the English toffee, but it's also National Bubble Bath Day. National Bubble Bath Day. You ever have, it's been a while since I've had a bubble bath, but I'll toast National Bubble Bath Day. And it's also, this is interesting, it's National Joy Germ Day. Now, I actually had to look this up, the nationaldaycalendar.com. I had to look this one up to figure out, to find out what the heck National Joy Germ Day was all about. What What is a joy germ? I found out, and, and I'm getting this from nationaldaycalendar.com. It says, uh, it's National Joy Germ Day, and I'm kind of paraphrasing this, it, it reminds people that uh, by being positive and treating people with kindness... Uh, you can influence those around you and pass on that positive attitude. And there's a lot of truth to that. Because, I mean, when you, when you have a good mood, when you are in a good mood, uh, you know, as they say, smiles are infectious, right? When you're in a good mood, people around you tend to be in a better mood. They see you in a good mood, and, it, and it, it kind of rubs off on them a little bit. When you're smiling to them, they they have a greater tendency to smile back. Most people. Okay? <laughs> okay, but but as a general rule, this, this is true. So what National Joy Germ Day, we are talking about joy germs. The germ of joy. As if joy... Joy is a germ. I don't like to think of joy as a germ per se. I like to think of joy as a state of being. Wouldn't you? 
I think it's a, it's more of a state of being. But they're saying, okay, they're they're being playful with it, and then they're saying it's joy germ. And, and instead of passing around bad germs to people, uh, germs that can make people sick, why not infect people with the germ of joy? Okay, I'm on board with that. I am totally on board with that. Here's to National Joy Germ Day. I will drink to that. And you know what? It doesn't count because I didn't. I lost my. There you go. Let's do it again. Here's to National Joy Germ Day. And by the way, if you're on Twitch, you can clip that if you want. National Joy Germ Day. I'll drink to that. Again. National Joy Germ Day. Who knew? Now we all know. The things you see, this show is educational. You can learn things on this show. Now you know there is a joy germ, uh, joy germ day. How about that? What's up? Says, ha, my dad has a squirrel he does the same thing with and also named him Bob. Really? <laughs> wow. You know what? What's up there is a, I'm laughing because, uh, uh, I think we should all laugh. No, I'm laughing with you, not at you. I'm not at, laughing at your dad. I'm laughing because it is coincidental. It is a coincidence that he 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 named the squirrel Bob. That's interesting. Your dad and I are kindred spirits here, I guess, because my raccoon friend out there, I named him Bob. Bob the Raccoon. <laughs> His name is Bob the Raccoon. Oh, that's what I call him anyway. Um, that's what uh, uh, the kids are calling him now, too. Bob the Raccoon. And, uh, yeah, I've got to go out and feed Bob uh, after the show tonight, as a matter of fact. <laughs> Unless he has found a way to get into that plastic bag that, that she tied up in a knot, which he conceivably could because he is a very, very intelligent. He has... Uh, Oh, Bob there, he has figured out, he figured out very early on that when he sees the porch light go on, somebody's going to open that door and throw him some food. <laughs> so he really scared the daylights out of Chi uh, the first time this happened because he saw the light, because I'd been tossing the food out, turn off the porch light, open the door, toss the food out, close the door and turn off the light. So it conditioned him into saying, hey, when that light goes on, it's feeding time. So um, I did this a few times when, uh, the first night, and, and uh, then the last time I did it, everybody's looking out the window watching him eat. And so I, I said, well, hey, I've got one more thing to throw out there. So I, I turn on the light and open the door, and he was right there. <laughs> he was right there at the, at the door and looking at me and like, hey, what you got? <laughs> and I kind of freaked out and shut the door in his face. <laughs> Because I wasn't expecting to see this big old raccoon. The, the guy's big. He's he's kind of big. Um, he's about the size of, of, of the Cosmo was. He, he was he's got a good 14, 14 pound, 15 pound raccoon. Uh, maybe bigger. Uh, cute guy, but just, you know, he's big. So, uh, so then he left. He went off the porch and I shut off the light. He went off the porch. And a few minutes later, I said, "Okay, well, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna try and throw this thing out there." Well, she uh, had gone out there. She she turned on the light and looked out the you know opened the door, uh, 
and he shot up the stairs to the to the porch uh, on the deck so fast it just it, it it freaked her out it freaked her out and then she shut the door on him again a <laughs> second time because she saw him just shoot up the stairs uh over to her she she shut the door uh but uh it was pretty funny but uh, you know he's fast he's a big fat raccoon but boy that thing is that that raccoon is fast um, anyway, so yeah, we've dubbed him Bob the Raccoon. Omar says, I raise a toast to Bob. Yes, to Bob, to Bob the Raccoon. I've got video. I don't have it set up here tonight, but I've got a little video. Maybe I can show it to you next week. I mean, you set it up there of Bob the Raccoon. Very interesting character, this Bob. And Justice, uh, oh, okay, uh, I, I already answered that uh, that one uh, question for you. All right, let's see what else is going on on Facebook. Okay, and Ed is on Facebook now. I just got here uh, a few minutes ago. Ed says, Ed, finally here, and I'm glad that you are here, my good friend Ed. You know, I, I still keep Facebook running for you and uh, those uh, who are on Facebook that uh, can't go anywhere else. Okay, I'm, I guess I should tell explain what's going on with Facebook, right? Because I said I would before we close up. That's last week's notes. These are this week's notes. There you go. So, uh, Ed, you got your, I take it you got your prizes, right? You got your prizes? I hope so. Um, all right. So here's what's going on, on Facebook. And this is important for you to know because uh, for those of you who are on Facebook, especially because I'm going to have to make some. I'm going to have to make some calls on this soon to find out uh, if we're going to continue or uh, to to stream on Facebook or not. Now, like I said, we stream on five different venues, and and I'm I've got to we've got to talk about it tonight uh, just briefly because um, I first of all I value everyone's input on this uh, your input, but uh, at the same time I've, I've got to give you all a heads up for those of you who are on Facebook in particular Twitch. Odyssey, YouTube, uh, Twitter—you don't have to worry about any of this. This is this, this is just a Facebook issue. All right. So what what happened? What started happening? And this started happening some time ago. I've always had issues with Facebook, but uh, a little while back, I got a copyright strike. Uh, about the time we started doing the mu- you know, we do the music for the show here, and and, and it's. I have a license. I have a full license for this music. It's as a matter of fact, this music is. Uh, uh, creative con- created uh, on the Creative Commons li- uh, license, but I bought a license from Kevin McLeod anyway, um, just so I could use it on the show and, and anything else that might come up. I always said, well, you know, I, I don't. I give him credit on the show; he gets credit in the credits and everything, and, and that's good enough for him. But I bought the license for it anyway. Um, one to support him because he's uh, he's we've used a lot of his music in the past in various projects, and um, I like his his music and to you know to support him his efforts, but also to to be ready in case we had any issues down the road. And Ed says, package just got here today. Neat. Did you get the kitchen towel? I did. I did. Thank you very much for the kitchen towel, by the way. I we did I did I forgot to mention that uh, last week. Well, you were at the party last week, but uh, I want to say thank you very much, my friend. You didn't have to do that. You were really kind to do that. Kind of matches the mug, doesn't it? It matches the mug that you sent me. I, it was really really cool uh, gift, and I really appreciate it. And we actually are using it downstairs, uh, as a matter of fact. 
So I, I really do appreciate that. I thank you very much. And um, uh, enjoy the book, by the way, the official Drink with Rick Wine Tasting Notebook, which you can actually buy it at Amazon. It's $8.99 over at Amazon.com. But I have more copies on the way to give away for free on the show. So uh, so I'm going to give more away on the show in, in the uh, in the coming coming months. Anyway, where was I? Oh, yes. Okay, Facebook. Um, so I got a copyright strike from the because Facebook has these bots on there like they all do and uh, and pegged this music that I used from from and that I have a full license for from Kevin McLeod. It's called Sweeter Vermouth is the name of the piece. Apropos, isn't it? Sweeter Vermouth, the wine show. That's why I picked it. It was intentional. And I kind of like the music. And it fits. It fits the show. So, uh, and it worked out really well. But um, anyway, so the Facebook bots uh, had, uh, during the past, uh, last year, during during the fall of last year, started uh, cherry-picking a few episodes, and uh, not all of them, but a few of them, and saying, hey, uh, we're we're going to mute this, so we're going to actually block your video. So while we're streaming, you can watch the video during the stream, but as soon as the stream is over and I go in and try to edit the, the stream or anything, trim it down or anything, immediately after the stream's done, the, these bots get in on the act and block that, that stream. So I can't, you know, you, you can't view it after the fact on Facebook. And, uh, what I have to do is I, if every time they do this, I have to take my license and I have to dispute it each into the, each individual one. Now, now I have 190 episodes as of tonight on Facebook, and uh, and not all of them have the music, but a lot of them do. And I have to go through every time I get a, a copyright strike on this. I have to go get you know get my license and dispute each one individually. And and dispute it, and then eventually they lift the they lift the the strike, they lift the uh, the block. Um, but and it, it it was an issue for a while, and then it stopped for a while. Then right around just before Thanksgiving, it started again, and this time it started because there was this bot, and I'm going to tell you, I wasn't going to call him out before, but this is what's happening now. It is. Uh, the the FIFA World Cup 2022 Qatar, that's what that is. FIFA World Cup 2022 Qatar is striking my uh, individual individual episodes for music, claiming that they own the worldwide copyrights to the music, which is totally untrue. They don't have copyright because this is Kevin McLeod's music. He owns the music worldwide. So they're claiming copyright on this music. And by doing that, they're just automatically blocking blocking uh, uh, views for my show on Facebook. Don't have this problem anywhere else. Facebook is fine. Odyssey is fine. Twitter is fine. Twitch is fine. Nothing wrong with the music there. It's Facebook. And my calls for my trying to contact Facebook have has just been deaf ears, and and I think I got one response from them, and it was basically an, it was just basically a cut and paste 
response. They didn't even. They, I don't even think they even read my. Uh, and if they did, they just put in a cut and paste response to it, and just basically blew me off. And uh, so I had to go through the process uh, again here in the last few months. And every single each week, every week, I've been getting um, a, a, stri- a copyright strike on my my video. Now, each week I dispute it. And as a matter of fact, uh, the, this this bot, I, I assume it's a bot, this FIFA World Cup 2022 cutter hit like, uh, the first time it hit like five of them all at once. And I had to go through and I had to, I had to put the dispute in each one of those things. And it takes seven days. Here's the thing. It's not immediate. It takes seven days for them to review it. Seven days. It took them... Like that to to hit me with a with with this block, but it takes him seven days to go back and review it. Go figure. So I'm getting pretty fed up with this. This is it got old the first time, um, but I keep doing that. And of course, after seven days, the these these FIFA World Cup 2022 Cutter people, if they're really people, I don't know what, what the deal is here, if it's a bot or, or people or what, um, they go in and say, yeah, yeah, they lifted it. You know, of course, yeah, it's a, you've got a license to it, and they lift it. Then it's the next week, and they do it again. So this is what's happening. Aside from that, I've got other issues going on the Facebook tonight. I was trying to uh, get the show set up to uh, stream on the, the Drink with Rick page and a couple of other pages that I have. And uh, Facebook wanted to do all kinds of funky things with with it and make me change some things and whatever. And it just uh, stuff that's never happened before. This is stuff that's never happened before. This is a new thing. So it's getting to be so difficult to set up a stream on Facebook that uh, and to, to even maintain one on Facebook that I'm seriously considering dropping Facebook for the stream. I, it's, it's just it's not worth it anymore. It's, it's not. I mean, it's worth it for you, for those who are watching now. But if they as soon as the show's over and they they block it. Uh, you're not going to see it anyway. Nobody's no. And my viewership on Facebook has dropped considerably. Now, my viewership on everywhere else, Twitch and YouTube and everywhere else, has gone up. The opposite is true on Facebook. Facebook, my viewership's gone down. <laughs> Fewer people are watching on Facebook because uh, you know because half of them can't even see it. And the other half, if if I'm going to make a notification that this that the stream's coming up, they aren't notified. They don't know that it's going to be on. And Facebook will no longer let me boost a post because they're saying it, I'm serving alcohol. So they have a they have a new policy now where if you are promoting alcohol or selling alcohol, which I don't sell alcohol, but I'm promoting it in any way. I'm not allowed to boost the post, so uh, <clears throat> I'm, I'm getting pretty fed up with Facebook. So I'm going to ask everybody here what you think I ought to do. Should I continue to post on Facebook, or should I continue to uh, to do this, or or not? I know, Ed, uh, I don't know if you can watch on any other venues or not. Uh, for some folks, Facebook is all they have. And I don't want to to uh, 
I, I don't want to uh, alienate um, a part of my audience that they can only see me on Facebook. And I don't mean to go along on this rant. It's just that this is kind of a serious issue for me, and I'm, I'm having to make uh, some some decisions as to whether I'm going to continue with this Facebook uh, thing uh, issue or not, uh, because it's becoming more than distracting. As you can see earlier tonight, I'm trying to answer a question for for uh, about tannins, and I'm too distracted with Facebook to even answer the question. So. The question now becomes, do I uh, continue on with Facebook and just uh, keep on keeping on, or do I uh, drop Facebook altogether as a, as a uh, streaming venue? I don't, I don't know. Uh, I, I, I'm seriously considering it. I, I don't know. And once again, I don't mean to be harping on it too long. It's just that for those of you who are on Facebook, you need to know, it's important for you to know because... You know, if I one day I just drop off and you don't see me on Facebook anymore, it's not that I quit streaming. It's just that I can't, I can't go on Facebook anymore <laughs> and stream. They made it too difficult. So, uh, so I'm I'm appealing to to everyone here as to what you think I ought to do. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you what what your thoughts on it. And you can leave it in the the show notes now or later. Uh, just just let me know and um, and and I welcome your thoughts on it. And I'm gonna take them all very very seriously. What's up says any big plans for episode 200? As a matter of fact, what's up? Yes, there are. And 200 episode 200 is only 10 episodes away. It will. It actually comes up. It happens to be the last stream of season four. Now, usually we'll take a, a two to three week break in uh, at the end of March, between March and April. Uh, I get a two to three week week break in between seasons to, to where I start the next season, and uh, uh, th- this gives me time to. Well, first of all, you know, when you do this for fifty weeks out of the year, it's kind of nice to have a break every while, every once in a while. I mean, I'll be honest with you, I, I love doing this thing every night, but every you know, it's it's nice to have a Saturday off every once in a while, just kind of, kind of, uh, uh, you know, kind of recharge, a reboot. But uh, the main thing that is that that two or three week period is for is for me to do any kind of retooling I need to do and any kind of prep I need to do to. To kick off the next season, because each season, if you've noticed, if you've been following the wine stream for the last four years, you'll notice that uh, that it has really evolved uh, from basically nothing to to where we are now, and uh, which is a little more than nothing. <laughs> we're not a big stream, but uh, we're, we're a fun one. So. Um, this gives me time. Uh, this little break gives me time to kind of uh, retool and prep for the for for what I want to do for the next season. And, and I want to do some big things. Uh, I want to do. Uh, I want to try to do a uh, winemaking thing where we actually go through the process, like do a little five minute segment each week uh, that's, that's pre produced. That we go through the process of making a wine, and then and then at the end of of, of that series. Then I'll actually open it up and review it on the show. I thought that would be kind of fun. A lot of people said before that, hey, that's a pretty cool idea. Why don't you do that? 
So I'm gonna get. I want to give that a try. It's just uh, I, uh, with all the holidays and everything else going on, I haven't had time to to actually sit down and plan this out. So that little break there is going to give me time to do that. So that's one of the things. The other thing is some of the films that I want to show too, because I've got some other films uh, that I, I've got to prep up to show that I think you'll really enjoy. Uh, one is actually a feature film that I made. Yes, I did make a feature, a low, very low budget feature film, and um, it was a, a small feature. And uh, I have not had really had time to sit down and, and prep it up uh, for this. It's been transferred to video already, but there's some post production work I have to do to, to get it ready. This was all shot at Super 8 back in the early 90s. But uh, that's one of the things I want to do. So that's some big things I want to have uh, that, that I want to do coming up for episode 200. So yes, please hang around. What's up for episode 200? And uh, yeah, I'm going to have. Uh, we'll probably do a big giveaway. We're going to do a big giveaway and and things like that for episode 200. That's so. Those are the plans that I have. Uh, don't want to get go uh, let out too much ahead of time. But uh, yes, I do have some plans for that. So hopefully everybody will join me for episode 200. That will be towards the end of March. Um, because we have, uh, that's, uh, well, we'll get 10 episodes away. So anyway, uh, so Ed, yeah, uh, Ed says Facebook is pretty much what I've got. And, and you're not the only one. I know there are, there is a segment of my audience. I, I do have viewers. Yes, I do have viewers, uh, people who watch now and later, especially after the copyright strike is, is or the strike, the, uh, the uh, hold is lifted, and not so much a strike, but after the hold is lifted on the video, um, after that seven-day period, there are people that watch it. It's just that um, it's getting it's getting tougher and tougher for people to find me on Facebook, and which is why my viewership on Facebook, uh, primarily uh, why it's uh, it's dropped so much in the last uh, wow in the last six months since this has started happening, it's it's dropped considerably just because of that. So uh, you know I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do here because. Uh, I can't be, I, I put more, you know, I spend more time setting up my stream and dealing with my stream on Facebook than I do on all five, all the four other ones combined. I mean, seriously, I it takes me a few minutes. It just takes me a couple of minutes to set it up on Odyssey. It takes me a, about a minute and a half on Twitter. And yes, we do stream live on Twitter. You can go to Twitter, go to uh, Drink with Rick, and you can see the stream live right there. Uh, Twitch, Twitch is is pretty much almost automatic. It's there's not much th that I have to do on Twitch. I just have to go in and and update, uh, you know, the the uh, details for that night's stream. That's pretty much all I have to do. Twitch is just pretty much automated, automatic. You know, you just get up there and it just starts streaming like that. Easy peasy. Same thing with YouTube. YouTube, it takes me about a minute and a half because I have to put in the information for the stream for tonight. That's that's all I have to do. Other than that, really simple, really simple. Facebook is a pain. It really, it is. I don't know why they make it so difficult uh, before and after the fact. I, I really don't understand why. Um, I, I think some of their their methods of dealing with with 
the the copyright stuff is 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 quite draconian. It really is. I mean, it's they just cut you off, and then it's all up to you to prove your innocence. You know, like you're guilty until proven innocent. That's Facebook. And uh, it just uh, it just kind of goes against the grain. I mean, it's. It, I don't know. It's just really and and they, they, yeah, they don't make it easy to to stream on Facebook. Doesn't never never have, but it's getting worse. So at some point, I'm still here for you, Ed. I know as you've been for me, and I appreciate it. I'm here for you. Um, I just don't know how long. If Facebook doesn't do something soon to clean up their their bots and clean up their act and 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 be a lot more streamer friendly, um, you know, uh, uh, I I I don't know how much longer I can keep doing that because it's it's a it's it's a resource uh, uh, killer. I mean, Facebook is just really a. a as far as uh, my time and, and efforts going on, it's just become a um, just too resource intensive. It's it's amazing. So anyway, um, enough of my rant for Facebook. I don't want to talk about that anymore tonight. <laughs> so I think it's uh, just about. I think our stream is just about done for tonight, isn't it? Yeah, we've been uh, been doing this for a while. Uh, I hate to to. Cut this off because I'm having a good time. I always have a good time with, when I'm with you. I really am. And the, you know that the wine, I'm going to give you a final review of the wine. What's up says, okay, now here's a suggestion. What's up says, it might be worth it to make posts on Facebook for a few weeks or months explaining where else they can watch and see if your Facebook viewers will migrate uh, if you give them the information and time to move. That is a good thought and that is definitely worth considering uh what's up um i'm gonna i'm gonna look at that uh make face uh, to make a post on facebook for a few weeks must explaining where else they can watch and then just uh well, I actually have told the folks, uh, you know, on Facebook before where else they can watch. It's just like Ed, uh, some some people can't go anywhere else, but th- that's all they got is Facebook. So it, it's kind of problematic. Now, here's a here's something that uh, was it you that suggested somebody suggested this to me a couple of weeks ago uh, that maybe what I could do, or uh, maybe it was Tommy Antio, what I could do is just. Stream everywhere else, and then just uh, link to it on the Facebook uh, page. And there wouldn't be a live chat going on, per se, except where the link was for the posting. Um, I don't know. I'll give that one some thought, too. But a uh, good suggestion was up, and I will I will think about that one. That's uh, That's something to consider. In the meantime, uh, let's go ahead and give a final review of this wine. So I've let it open up a little bit. I'm still getting the black cherry, and a little, and not so much the blackberry anymore, but most of the black cherry. But I am tasting a little now. I'm tasting a little bit of the tobacco in there. 
still sweet, but that sweetness has subsided just a little bit. It's not as, it doesn't taste as sweet as it did at the beginning. It's mellowed out more. And as a matter of fact, so has the rest of the wine. This wine in general has mellowed out. So the tannins are a lot softer than they were. In the beginning, the tannins were a little bit, I said they were kind of like medium tannin. The tannins are a lot softer now. So they're still there, but uh, it's, it's a lot, uh, yeah, they're a lot softer. They're not as pronounced. The wine tastes more refined in that sense than it did at the very beginning. And I, pretty sure that that has a lot to do with the fact that this had to open and I, I think this wine needs to be decanted I think is what it needs if I had decanted this wine from the get-go um, I would probably be giving the review that I'm giving now at the beginning of the show now, you know, the, the, what I'm saying now is probably what I've been saying that at the beginning uh, I think that it really does kind of need to be decanted. But once it's opened up a bit, I think this is actually pretty decent wine. It's still very bold, still heavy complexion, but it is uh, it has mellowed out a bit. And, uh, and I think maybe after a few sips of this, maybe so have I. <laughs> Ooh. I think so. So I'm not going to give this a hole-in-one per se tonight, but I am going to say that it is... Uh, let's see. Do I have uh, anything for it? All right. I think that uh, that I can give it a little bit of a clap here. All right. Let's give it some applause. And, uh, why not? Let's give it some it's much better than all that was. So um, I'm liking the wine more than I did in the beginning, but it's not a bad wine. Uh, it's not, I wouldn't say it's my favorite wine. If you don't like a really, really bold wine, this is probably not the wine for you. If you like a very bold wine, then I think you will like this one. Now, if you like strictly dry wines and you don't like sweet wines at all, this may not be the wine for you. If you like sweeter wines, something in between, something in the middle, not too not too dry, not too sweet, something somewhere kind of a, a, a median for that, this might be a good wine to try. In fact, I think it would be a good wine to try. I'm giving an honest review because it's a you know it's an Italian wine and I'm I kind of gravitate a lot towards Italian wines but I really like the drier wines I like the Chianti's and the you know the the um, yeah this this is actually not a bad wine um, I would say give it two thumbs up but I, I I give it a thumb up okay I like it it's okay it's all right. That's my that's my final review on that. It's I'll probably give it uh, three and a half stars out of five, maybe four stars. I'd, I'd give it closer to a four stars. I think that's what uh, I think that's what Vivino gave it. I, I'd say three point eight stars out of five. How about that? I'll do that. 
And that's my review. And, and it actually paired pretty well with everything that's, that was on this plate that my lovely wife, she prepared tonight. It went, went pretty well with all that. So, um, I'm, uh, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm kind of liking the wine. It's all right. It would not be my first choice to purchase. Twelve ninety nine a bottle at Trader Joe's. It, was n- it would not be my first choice, but it is. Uh, it's not bad. So that that's what I'll go with. All right, and that's my final review of the wine. All right, so we've got uh, a couple of uh, things that I uh, want to close off with here. First of all, I want to remind everybody that uh, I'm, I'm working on another film to show next week, and I might have one to show next week. Actually, I had one to show this week that was uh, kind of, let me see. No, it's not set up. <laughs> we'll show it next week. It's getting late. But uh, I'm, I'm hoping to have it ready to show one of my Super 8 films. I hope you'll join me for that. Also, next week, we're going to be, oh, we're going to be sw- switching gears on the wines a little bit. And uh, in a couple of weeks, we're going to be reviewing some ciders. And those of you who like ciders... We'll, we'll enjoy that because we're going to review a few ciders in a couple of weeks. So I hope you join me for that one as well. And, of course, if you don't have a copy of the official Drink with Rick wine tasting notebook, which I almost lost mine, uh, you can pick one up on Amazon, $8.99. And I, I highly recommend this book <laughs> because I wrote it. <laughs> Shameless plug. But... Uh, but I do have uh, a bunch of copies coming in uh, this next week. So hopefully they, uh, I've been promised they'll be here by Saturday, next Saturday. So I will have a few more to give away on the show. And we may do another trivia contest. And as a matter of fact, I was kind of hoping that we could do uh, a sci-fi trivia contest if you're into science fiction. Uh, or not, you can still uh, join in. We're going to try and do a little sci-fi trivia contest next week so we can give away a couple of copies. And I uh, hope you'll join me for that one as well. In the meantime, there's one more thing, as Columbo would say, just one more thing. There is one more celebrity I want to bring out. And before I do that, let me give uh, a shout-out to everybody here tonight. I want to give a, a shout-out to my good friend, Ed, and thank you for being here on the show tonight. Also to Trent, thanks for being here. hope you're still there. Uh, Justice Violet, thank you for being here tonight. I really appreciate it. And on Twitch, uh, we had a nice crowd on Twitch tonight. And uh, Omar... Thank you for being here. And what's up? And 69 Mets fan. And uh, who else was here tonight with me? On uh, I'm trying to make sure that I've got Gabagoluigi. Uh, uh, Gabba, uh, I'm sorry, it's my it's a tongue twister for me. Thank you for being here. I really appreciate each and every one of you and everybody who is watching me on uh, on Odyssey and all those who are watching me on uh, Twitter. And I think I got a couple of notifications here. I didn't, I didn't really. Okay. Um, but thank you for watching me. I really, really appreciate it. I appreciate each and every one of you. So we're going to bring out our next, uh, our, our final celebrity for the night. Our only celebrity for the night. I'm not big on celebrities, to be honest. I met a few in my day, but I, I'm not big. I, I'm, I'm just, uh, I, you know, I'm not going 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 there right now. But there is one celebrity that we have here that's our local celebrity, and he is none other than 
Roadkill Bill. The inev- inevitable, the uh, in- inevitable, inevitable, maybe it is on the line talking. Sorry, Bill. You have a very important message. He is the chewed up roadkill Bill. He's been through heck. Which is why he has this very important message for everybody. Very serious one. I know I make I make light of this, but uh, you know this is a serious issue. His message is: Do not drink and drive. Yes, and I know I say this every week, and I'm talking to the choir here because I know you're good people. You are all good people, and you're not going to do this. But it's a reminder. It's a kind of a public service announcement to all those out there watching who have not yet become a part of the Drink with Rick tribe here um that is um that that is a very important message to get out to everyone uh and that is do not drink and drive drink from the comfort of your home your apartment your hotel room your dwelling wherever you are just if you if if you're not sure even if you think you're sure you may not be sure Just stay put if you have to go somewhere. Call an Uber, call a Lyft, uh, call a cab, call a friend. Call somebody who maybe is more an acquaintance of a friend, that, but it's not, uh, maybe you don't like, even like that person very much, but you want to, uh, uh, you need to ride home anyway. <laughs> Still better than getting in your car and driving home yourself, okay? Please. The best thing to do, though, is just stay put. I mean, if you have to go somewhere, uh, just, just just call someone else to do it. Don't try to do it yourself. It's not worth it. Think about others as well as yourself. Um, put... Put other people first. Yeah, and remember, today is, uh, what, what is it? No, it's, it is today, actually. It's 1201. <laughs> it's, uh, what's today again that we were toasting? Oh, yes, uh, National Joy Germ Day. Spread the joy around. Don't drink and drive. Don't text and drive either because that's also very dangerous. Because I want you to have a great week. I really do. But most of all, I want you to have a safe week. That is paramount to me. I want you to be safe. So you can all join me here again next week on the Saturday Night Wine Stream, and we can all get together and drink with Rick. Good night.